<laughs> Mine makes a loud rumble. <laughs> Your new fridge? My new fridge, yes. <sighs> Fresh. At least you know a it works. A brand new fridge? Yep. It's loud. Like yep. a rumble rumble? Yep. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> I'd rather go back to my old fridge. So, uh, appliances are this weird thing where I, I like the old stuff. I don't yeah. like. I've and they don't die. Every house that I either buy or like rent from, whatever, has a mix of you know maybe older stuff or newer stuff. The older stuff's just better. The washers and dryers work better. I still have my old washer and dryer. I will not get rid yeah, of those. Don't. I have one that makes all sorts of beeping noises. It sounds like a Super Mario level. It's, it's terrible. No. No, but I got a new fridge. So right now, actually, in my, in my kitchen, I have a new fridge and my old fridge. I have a new stove and my old stove. I'm like, oh, my gosh. There's no room just in the kitchen. No. I just cook double. <laughs> one of them has to not be doing anything. You'll probably only got no. one stove plug. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, my new stove is a gas stove. Oh, so okay. we're waiting to hook up the gas. So, so, wait, you have, so you could have two stoves. At the same I time. could. <laughs> take, <laughs> I could indeed. Take large deliveries of... Uh, Baking stuff. Or... It's true. It's a good money making. Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't want Device. to do that. No. <laughs> you could open in. You could open a uh, restaurant in your house. Actually, that's I'm interesting. House. I think in the tropics and stuff, you can actually find people that will host you for dinners. Why is there no Uber for eating? At people's homes, it wouldn't That'd be, be nice. an Uber because Uber. Well, I know, unless but like, the unless they pick you up and yeah. bring it, it's like yeah. a well, I, okay. <laughs> it's I like mean, almost a date. I meant, uh, <laughs> I meant like Uber model where you can pay to have dinner. And Homemade meals. That sounds Somebody like, else's There used home. to be a TV show. It was like, it was like a British show, and they bring you to their house and you cook for them and then the next day they'd go all to the house and they'd cook for them and it was just like a homemade <laughs> it sounds way more personal like I would rather have like the family meal experience than yeah. just going to some Plus, ter- terrible yeah. restaurant like you I order agree. Uber yeah. you get a terrible restaurant it comes to you but you get a nice delicious home cooked meal yeah. Yeah. maybe that's the business we should start it could be like uh, culturally authentic too like if you want to have a Portuguese meal you know, you yeah. find the Portuguese family. Exactly. Gonna I'm going to Google it. I'll give you guys a, an oven. <laughs> Next to invest in it. And a fridge. So I think we should introduce ourselves. Yes. I like the little... I like the little that was, that was good. Welcome to a funny thing happening on the way to the podcast. I'm Jesse. And I'm Eric. And this is... These these are... this These, these are our fr- first guests that we've had two of at the same time. Yeah. Ryan... Hello. And Melissa. Hello. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Great. Great. Excited good? to be here. Thank you. Yeah. A little hungry now. <laughs> yeah, after the talk. If only we had some sort of app where we could go to somebody's place to eat. Have the platters yeah. ready. Damn. That's what we thought this was, actually. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed. I have some crackers. Uh, Cheese? Or Cheese? Crackers? I, if you oh. want, I can whip something up. I only have Gourmet. one stove, though. I need the two stoves. Okay. <laughs> I also need the two fridges. It's the only way I go. I always like to start out by letting our guests explain who they are, because you'll do a better job than we will. Absolutely. So, Ryan, if you'd like to go first. Uh, as you said, I'm Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. Um, basically, I organize a beach volleyball tournament called Service for Nerves. Um, we've been doing it for six years. Other than that, I work at uh, Concentrics, uh, the team lead, and I also coach football in the fall, so keep myself busy. Didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Nice. You sound much more interesting than I do. <laughs> no, that's inaccurate. <laughs> um, I'm Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Hi. Uh, I 
am a member consultant at First Ontario Credit Union. Um, the way that I'm connected to Serves for Nerves is I actually have multiple sclerosis. So when I was diagnosed, Ryan being the great friend he is, um, decided that we should do a volleyball tournament to raise money for it. I'm not as interesting though, I only work That's at very First much Ontario. more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, sort of the starting point for this whole thing, really. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the first context in which I heard about this was from Tila, which I guess is our mutual contact, and she yes. described a, an opportunity to take photos at this event. So can you sort of paint the picture of what this event looks like? Where is it? You know, what, how many people come, that kind of thing? So we've changed over the last six years a lot, yes. a lot. Uh, but this is our first year being at the same location for the second time. Uh, we will be in Port Dalhousie uh, Beach. Uh, it's called Lakeside Beach now. Yep. And we will be there June 15th. Uh, basically, it starts at 8.30 in the morning, registration. 9 a.m. starts. Uh, we have the courts full. And basically, we're offering volleyball for any level of play, uh, be it recreational, intermediate, and competitive. So we basically want to create like a atmosphere where it's a good time, but competitive if you want it to be. Um, and yeah, we have some sponsors there uh, to kind of create a little bit more of a better atmosphere. You got the beach, the music, and it's a good time. Who are some of the sponsors for the event? Uh, we're really happy to announce DH Media. Self-promotion. <laughs> we are. You heard it here first. <laughs> we're very excited to have you guys there. Um, in the past, we've had First Ontario. Uh, we have Point Blank, which have been there for the past few years. We're hoping to have again. Uh, basically, they're a cold brew company, so it's a healthy alternative to an energy drink. It has like, Point Blank is Point Blank. Yeah, huh. I've never heard of it. It's a cold either. brew. It was. Uh, they came over a few years ago. We kind of got lucky. Um, Johnny, I messaged him on Facebook because I saw they were just starting their Canadian branch. They were in the UK and we were able to kind of get connected uh, through a mutual friend, as it always seems to be. And Networking. Yes, exactly. And like I said, the cold brew is it's healthy. It does energize you and it's a good thing. He just kind of goes there, hands out some testers and all that for the day. So hopefully we'll have him back uh, if his schedule allows him. So I'd like to try it. The only time I've ever had cold brew coffee is when I saw it on the internet and tried to make it in my fridge and then later in the trunk of my car, which both times it was okay. Yeah, <laughs> it, it. it's good. Uh, people like it. It's uh, mm -hmm. the continuously like working to like lessen the bitter taste, I guess, because it's just like a cold straight shot, basically. It was strange. strange to me because it almost tasted more bitter, so maybe I didn't do it right. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to compare. Bring your own that day. <laughs> so, I don't like coffee, so that's not really a sales pitch for me. But. Well, too bad. You're yeah. I'm not a coffee drinker either, but I do like the cold brew. See, maybe I'll yeah. have to try it. It's You'll different. Try it. I like cold drinks, so maybe that's what it is. I hate hot coffee. <laughs> I like hot tea. What was the date for this event? June 15th. June 15th, okay. Yes. So it will be hot. That's good. Yes. Hopefully. Yes. <laughs> we, Who knows what the weather? <laughs> we have, uh, over the years, so basically we kind of made it our own thing four years ago. We've been for six years, but our own, us, for four. Mm -hmm. And we've done it at a beach facility uh, just on Westchester, and it was super hot that day. And I guess I had never played volleyball there during the middle of the day. And by three o'clock, the sand was unbearable. So mm -hmm. we were running water to the players to 
pour on their feet because it was so hot. People were wearing socks. <laughs> People were wearing socks. Ooh. It was so hot. So yeah. that was a, le- a stepping stone, a learning lesson. Uh, the following year, we were supposed to be at Port Dalhousie, but that was the giant flood in the area. Yeah, uh, that and was the, startling. I've never seen it like that before. I've never either. And it was like, we're going to the beach. And then a week later, it was like a they're, huge storm and they're like, it's underwater. Yeah. Uh, so we went to uh, Sunset Beach, which is municipal, um, and which was great. It was a beautiful day, except the storm the night before and we lost two courts. So we had to kind of improvise and shrink it a bit. And then last year, there was rumors of thunderstorms all week and teams were messaging us up until the final night and we're like we're going if it storms we'll call it or give it a half hour reprieve if it's just raining we're gonna power through the morning i get there and it's beautiful it's well beautiful overcast and then uh all of a sudden it's like a sheet of rain very first game i announce it all right let's get going sheet of rain it stops 20 minutes and then it's beautiful for the rest of the day. So we've been like mixed results. Yeah. But we're hoping this year. Well, thankfully, having your DH Media sponsor, we, oh. in all the weddings <laughs> we have that we do, we have never really been rained out. Like there's been rain on wedding days. Yeah. And up until last year, we've never had to change plans and we did a wedding last year where they changed plans but by the time the ceremony happened they could have did it outside so we really really haven't yeah. been rained out so you guys are going to be our That's good our, luck our yes luck. i like it we but need it. i have to say legally i'm not allowed to use that as a sales pitch so <laughs> if it pours rain it's not my fault i'm blaming you okay. I will. at my old job you weren't allowed to say the r word until like after the event what was your old job we were i worked for a company it was basically uh you ran leagues for sport uh kind of beach volleyball same thing tournaments we ran like a big wasaga uh we opened an indoor beach facility in thorold uh so i was part of that kind of opening and yeah my old boss was you know don't say the r word I work in a construction site where people are hoping for the R word all the time. <laughs> yes, it's like the opposite. <laughs> We're like, just one day, don't rain. <laughs> so maybe we should talk a little bit about MS because maybe there are people that have no idea what that is. Probably don't. Um, I didn't know what it was. I was diagnosed in 2013 and I thought it was dying. I was like... Probably the, a common experience. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, they, they were like... Unfortunately, this is what it is. And I had to go home and research it because I knew absolutely nothing. Um, So it is a disorder of the central nervous system and it affects everybody differently. Everybody with MS, they can tell you they have different symptoms, they have different things. Some of the things we have in common, but a lot of it, like I've been told it's like the snowflake disease where everybody could be a little bit different. (laughs) From what I understand, it's, based on the myelin sheath within your yep. brain that's sort of degraded yep. or, or it has other issues? Yeah, so the way that I once had it explained to me is it's the myelin sheath is kind of like um, a wire. So your body is attacking the outside of the wire, like the coating, mm-hmm. and your body's getting through the coating and actually hitting the wire. So that's what's happening. So my own body is attacking myself. So I'm my own worst enemy. It's all right. <laughs> that, but was the case, that was before the case, That was before the case, yes. Um, I've actually come a very long way with mine. When I was diagnosed, I couldn't walk without a cane. I couldn't see out of half of my eyes, which sounds strange, right? But like the top half of my eye was blurry and the bottom half was clear. Um, I had 
little to no feelings in my fingers and toes. Um, what else did I do? I've had different episodes. So I have relapsing remitting. And when I have a relapse, that's when I'm at my worst. And I've had different types of relapses where I've had like cognitive ones where I forget everything. Um, Sounds scary. Yeah, well, <laughs> sometimes it's good to forget stuff. No, but I mean, like I forget things like I walk into a room and I know a lot of people do it, but I'll walk into a room and I'll be like, why did I come here? Like, I have no idea. All right, I'll go back, start over. Um, then I just kind of just got so I'd leave myself sticky notes. But right now I'm at the best I've been in that's good. six years. Wow. Yeah. I've done different types of treatments to get me here. But that's all from like the different, like the MS Society. And people are like, oh, what do they really do? I'm like, hey, they're doing research. That's great for me. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Because I, like from when I was diagnosed in 2013, it went from I only had the choice of taking some sort of needle, like either one once a day, once a month, whatever. I had to choose from that to now, right now I'm not taking anything. Hmm. I've done a different treatment. Like it, I went from the needles to pills to my last one, which was kind of like a very, very mild form of chemo. And hopefully it's reset my system and I won't get any worse. So <laughs> Knock on wood. it coming and going, is that attributed just to the treatments or will it without treatment just be worse sometimes and better? Yeah. yeah. Relapsing like remitting is like that. So there's different hmm. forms of MS. So relapsing remitting, Sometimes I'll have a relapse, sometimes I'll have a remission. Um, there's other ones where it's progressive, where you're just kind of getting worse all the time. Knock on wood, won't get there. Uh, but right now, remission, I would like to stay there. Chemotherapy, that's kind of interesting. I mean, everybody thinks of that as a cancer treatment, or of course, but, but what would that have to do with neurology by itself? Like, do you, un I don't know. I don't know if this is something that a scientist only knows. Or... <laughs> I know a little bit about okay, it because cool. I kind of asked a little bit while I, I was hope. sitting there. For... <laughs> I'd be very curious. <laughs> well, I asked a lot about it. But uh, when I decided to do it, it was kind of like, hey, you go for five days, eight-hour treatments, one year. The next year, you go for three days, eight-hour treatments. And then hopefully, it kind of puts you in a place where you're not going to get, like, I'm not going to get better. There's no cure. I'm not going to get better, but if I could just stay the way I am, I'm okay with that. Uh, it was a leukemia drug. And when they're doing the research, they're actually kind of taking different drugs and trying them out. So they tried ones that went for leukemia. They've tried some that right now, from what I've heard, they're trying some that people have been taking for depression and they've been like having SSRIs. Like, I'm not sure what they are, but okay. um, I just I know have a lot to research after this. Yeah, <laughs> me too. No, but they've been trying some like that, where they've actually been in in mice. They've been having some success, where it's repairing the myelin sheet would be great. But who knows? They they just kind of dabble in stuff, right? That's what research is for. Do you know if there's anybody locally, maybe at Brock University, who's a big player in the field of studying MS? Well, I'm not entirely sure, but I do know at Brock they have, um, we were just talking about it. Pro Gloves says it. Pro, oh, yes. Uh, power Cord. They have yes. a, it's for students that are, and they'll work with people with like um, different types of brain disorders. So I actually know a lot of people who go there that have MS and they help them out with the physiotherapy and stuff like that. I think it's physiotherapy, don't quote me on that. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so I know Brock has that with it. Uh, my, I go to a neurologist in Toronto, and I know that they have a whole wing now for MS. 
other than that is it something where times seem to be changing where people are more aware of it and, and all these institutions are creating more wings i think so yeah. i think even from when i was first diagnosed like there was nothing down here really so i either there's a ms clinic in hamilton there's one in toronto but i, I think more and more people are getting to know it more and more i also think from what i've noticed there's a lot of people in niagara that actually have ms as soon as someone finds out I have it, they're like, oh my gosh, this person has it, and this person has it, and this, I'm like, wow. First like, long-term contact I had with anybody that did have MS was, I rented a, a house was a, as a student for two years, and one of my like housemates, she had MS. So. Mm -hmm. And I think she did get some of the physical symptoms where going up and down stairs was difficult, but yeah. I don't, she didn't really talk much about it otherwise. Yeah, uh, sometimes stairs, like going downstairs suck. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to make Ryan carry me down there. It's okay. Uh, awesome. I can't run. I can't jump. I can jump a little bit now, that being said. But you've played the last two years. I have played the last two years. Which we never thought. Really. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. When we started it, I was kind of like, I will stand on the sidelines and watch. But the last two years, I have put in a team. That makes me wonder, why volleyball? Well, I think it was... Also, why don't you coach volleyball? Story. You seem to like... Honestly, this is very funny, but before you had MS, she had an all-girls team and the league she was joining, which ended up being my future job, uh, but she needed males, so she asked me to play, and I don't play. I never played volleyball mm -hmm. through high school or to that point up to like 22, 23, so... I gave it a shot and we enjoyed it. And then the following year I got a job with this company and then t people would just ask for fill-ins and I would play like every single night and we'd be there all around. And then at that point we were opening up the indoor beach facility. So Melissa came up to me and was like, hey, is this possible to you? And we're, I was like, for sure. So volleyball was not like a passion growing <laughs> up. It became a passion, I love volleyball. Uh, but yeah, we kind of just did it because uh, we knew a lot of people who played volleyball and we had the facility for free basically at that time uh, So we were able to kind of jump in and take advantage of it Maybe So you have sponsors I mean Is it is it still free to go use the beach or do you have to to rent out some kind of space for like us to use or yeah, you, yeah. so basically we have to pay the city fee uh, Register like the cost. Um, they offer some great grants uh, that we can get some money back. Uh, but we basically rent four to six courts, depending on team, for the eight hours. So it's not too bad. It's reasonably priced. Uh, and then we just kind of take that away from registration costs or sponsor costs. So we'll donate a little bit less. But we're kind of like building up our inventory. We have our own nets now and our own lines. We have a sponsor tent. Um, so last year was kind of our big it was a invest, year. Our investment year because we were finally at uh, the place we want to call like our home for every year, uh, Port Dalhousie. So great place we, to do it. Yeah, it is. It's starting to the Port Dalhousie area is like revitalized a bit. Uh, it's had a couple hard years, but there's new companies, there's new restaurants, there's new businesses. So I think um, you'll see like an influx of popularity in Port Dalhousie again, and I think it's we only benefit like both ways we benefit from them and they benefit from us how much promotion have you had in previous years like did you have a photographer or, or somebody like that that was dedicated to the event 
Uh, two years ago, like last minute, we had a photographer, okay. uh, which was awesome. And last year we didn't, and we noticed the difference. Mm -hmm. uh, we want some great shots. We want people to be excited to see pictures after the tournament, see, and it's nice to put on for like Instagram and social media, mm -hmm. some action shots. Uh, so yeah, we're excited to have you guys there to get some sweet action shots and people love it. You don't get to do sport photography all the time, but I do like it. Yes. That's when I get to bust out all the telephoto lenses that I don't really have any use for. <laughs> I think, uh, it's funny. I think beach volleyball is like the most like fun action shots you get because it's people diving around with yeah. reckless abandon because it, it's the sand. So they assume it's not going to hurt mm -hmm. until the next day, but yeah. <laughs> you get a lot more action shots out of it. Best competitor for that is rugby. Yes. I've, I've got some crazy rugby shots. Yeah. And they don't have the equipment so you can see them fully. Like that's the best important part is like you could see them fully and people just diving around. So yeah. Sounds like a good time. Mm -hmm. I just want to mention, I was fortunate many, many years ago at this point to work hands-on on a whirlwind tour with the MS Society through a &W. Nice, yeah. Yes. So I got to fly Great across supporters. Canada with the a &W CEO oh, wow. on their Cruising for a Cause Day, and I met, A, so many people. But I also met and heard so many interesting stories from different people in Quebec, Ontario, all across different like you'd said, mm. different stories, different symptoms, different oh, yeah. everything. Yep. And it was, I mean, at the time, I didn't, I don't know if I appreciated it as much as I would now, because now I really like listening better than I did back then. But <laughs> it, when uh, you grow up, you do a little better. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was definitely a highlight, I would say. They do a, like A&W, obviously, has like their big thing, and mm. Abby Sim or What's Sinclair? Chris, yes. I can't remember. I, I don't, I don't Sinclair, know. the soccer player. Oh my gosh. Uh, she's like all in the commercials. Yes. We always do. Your brother always mm, eats. My like, brother loves that day. Oh, yeah. Every, he, every did the, day. he participated in our tournament once and refuses we'll to ever do it again. again. But boy, does he eat burgers. Yes. <laughs> my, my brothers will buy like a bunch of burgers and they'll try and do like a burger eating contest type thing. Hey, that works. Oh, yeah. yeah. And my oldest brother can eat a lot. So yeah. I ate. Good. Because behind the scenes, we stopped at multiple different A&Ws across yeah. you know, <laughs> central to western Canada. And even though I was working, I was documenting the day, we had certain things we had to do. Mm -hmm. So every A&W, we had to have a teen burger. We had to have root beer. Yeah. And back then, I wasn't fat. <laughs> it might be a contributing factor because every province, multiple A&Ws, it was just, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I the CEO, that. he was eating them like a champ and smiling Probably for the papers day. and everything. But He built his career on that, I'm sure. Well, yes. <laughs> I, that's how you get promoted, actually, is you eat the most eat burgers the, and the then you just burgers. keep moving up the chain. Well, if that's the case, then where is my paycheck? <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it was a good day, and I, I do know that they... They continue to grow. It's interesting. Actually, I'll ask you because you're a prime example of this. Um, a few years ago, A&W was actually caught under fire because of it. And I guess it was the MS Society as well. Do you think that um, charities like that that are charitable, but there are people taking paychecks and mm -hmm. sometimes 
pretty pretty good living paychecks. Do you have any issue with that at all? Or I've actually been asked that before. Um, I had a feeling. Yeah, because I I really I I try and promote the NW eating the team burgers and I I do the next do next weekend I do the MS walk and I'm a big advocate for it. I've actually gone and talked for the MS Society and things like that. And people are like, well, why do you do that? Like people are taking big paychecks from it. And I understand that and it is what it is really. But like I said, they are helping with all the research that is ultimately got me where I am today. They, if I need anything from the MS Society. So the, one of the first places I went when I got diagnosed was I went to the MS Society after I found out I wasn't dying. Um, That's and, yeah. a good natural course. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't want to because I was like, no, me going to the MS Society is me admitting that I have MS. Whether I admit it or not, I have it. So I went there and I just cried. And they were very good to me. They, they were like, take the, all the time you need. Whenever you're ready, we're here for any questions you have. So they gave me books. They helped me and my ex-husband at the time. They helped us with every question that we had. Um, they let me know that, so heat is a big thing. If I'm too hot, it aggravates my symptoms. They said, if you need any help with like getting an air conditioner, like little things like that, they could help me with it. Little things, but big things. Yeah, and that's the it. thing. Now that I think about it, I'm like, oh yeah, I don't know what I'd do without an air conditioner. <laughs> um, but they even said like, if I needed help finding a wheelchair or a walker, like which may seem like little things but it's a huge a thing so thing. just going there and having them kind of lay it out for me let me know that they were there and i've been going there ever since they've had different types of meetings where i can go and meet other people who have ms which yeah sure we might not all have the same symptoms but we kind of all in the, the catalyst together. is the same yeah we're all in it together and it's great to have people they're like oh yeah i've been on that medication too it sucks or like this is the good part about it so whether they're getting a paycheck from it or not they've still helped me in one way or another i'm sure they've helped other people one way or another well, there's a reason why they're around right it's still a big thing and without them who's to say i'd be the way i am today like research wouldn't have came this far so i I still support them. It took me a long time to figure out where I stood with that. But a few years ago, we did a a fashion show charity night for the Kidney Foundation of Ontario. And I found out how much they spent on that night. And I got thinking, mm. it's all money that could have went to charity. And then I found out how much they made that night. I'm like, you just doubled your money. Mm -hmm. So never mind. Yeah. You guys do know what you're doing. <laughs> They got it. They still have to like the advertise stuff. Right? Yep. Like, and I, I, I get it. Some people are very upset about what they do. I had someone actually come up to me and they're like, yeah, but they're not giving you any money. I'm like, I'm not asking for any money. I don't, I, I still work. I do things. I don't need the money. I need the resources because like me coming to the MS Society was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. So I can't imagine if I had to go out and buy a wheelchair by myself. Mm -hmm. Like knowing that someone is there that could help me out with that. That alone was great for me. Sounds very ego driven to think. Maybe it's because people think they could do better with the money that's coming in or something. Mm -hmm. But unless you have the enormously high stature to like organize such things like a, a big company or a big, uh, big charity, you have no idea what these people's lives are like. And maybe for what they're doing, they're being 
fairly compensated. Maybe maybe it is more than necessary, but I don't. Who's to say? Really, at the end of the day. Yeah. Exactly. Like there's a event every November uh, in Niagara called Pearl Gloves, and they raise a ton of money for AMA, towards the AMS Society and a few other uh, things that they donate. They basically split it three ways, I believe. And I don't even want to know how much the expenses are to for all the licensing. It's a boxing event. Uh, basically, they're having people like it could be YouTube, like having a boxing match and then people would come watch it basically. So you create like this event and then it'd be, uh, you know, they get everyone there and I'm can guarantee you like all the fees and everything. I know our fees are expensive mm-hmm. just to have like uh, insurance and stuff like that. So it, like the costs outweigh it quite a bit. Would you beat me up for charity? Sure. <laughs> Let Let's them see know. Why not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> Good to know, I guess. Maybe I have to do my research. <laughs> I think they're taking applicants right now. Great. <laughs> so happy. You said it's November, right? Yeah, November. You I got quit it. my job. I think, and then they, they like they set the people up with like trainers and stuff. It's oh, really, thank it's God. Really, it's really okay. cool. Like they go, they have a bunch of gyms it's affiliates. It's a big night. Okay. It's, yeah. yeah, they make like maybe over, I will do my. Research. They make over a hundred thousand in one night. That's uh, good. So, and ours is significantly smaller scale yeah. but ours is kind of um basically if you want to play it's like 25 bucks a person and mm-hmm. you're getting six games you're getting each weather hopefully preferably uh we well, all gonna be here so it's gonna yeah, be great they're gonna yeah we have the luck uh get... weatherproof camera just <laughs> perfect yeah uh, we always try to like Multiple. pack the bags for like prizing and make it worth your time and at the end of the day the majority of our money goes towards the ms society so even though our smaller scale like over five years we've raised close to ten thousand. that's great um mm-hmm. so and starting from where we were to now it's like we're like light years different oh yeah <laughs> we are like so much different of an event from when we started and it's funny but we have like a 10 year a 15 year a 20 year plan um we don't expect to be the hundred thousand within their first three years, we know ours is a little bit of a longer journey, uh, but we know where we want to go. And, and you're having fun doing it. Exactly. Absolutely. And like we said, we're still say, friends, so it's yeah, good. Exactly. <laughs> we haven't beat each other up yet. <laughs> exactly. We don't. We're not at each other's. But nights. if you do, you can do it for charity in Absolutely. November. I would take that knockout. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start training. <laughs> yeah. I'll train too. All right. I feel like it's, it's training probably buddies. Probably worth it for the training alone. That's a that's something of value. Exactly. Well, if you don't have to pay for that, that's. And then your friends and family can watch you guys fight. I so. don't know if I'd want that. <laughs> or if you don't feel like it, compete against each other in volleyball. Yeah. Where we promise no one's laughing because it's. All <laughs> they have else. not seen me play volleyball. <laughs> I trust me. I play, so don't worry. <laughs> Actually, that's one of the one of the sports that used to be passable. Uh, I'll say adequate, maybe mediocre. I don't know. I, I used to enjoy it and play it quite a bit in school. Yeah, was it like sand beach volleyball? No, it no. wasn't. It's we a very different game. Pit. I know that. Yes. Yes. yes, it's a little harder moving, um, but you know what? It's like it's significantly more casual. It's very weird. Volleyball is a very weird sport where it's. You have like the most casual people who are just there for like an hour of on the sand and then they're going to have a few drinks after. And then you have the people who are playing competitive twos who are 
creating a sweat the entire time and moving and trying to cover the whole courts. So it's like very, like it covers all bases. It's the sport that like anybody can play. So. I just stand there and scream sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, somebody else gonna get it? I think I'd be overly dramatic if I was to play. Oh yeah, yeah. you have to make dramatic dives. Yeah. That's a well, Especially when there's photos being taken. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I still just stand Everyone notices when the camera's around. You know when to give a little extra effort. That's, that's the way it goes. Yeah. Anytime we have cameras out, yes. we're always acting. <laughs> then they say, oh, I don't like the camera. But then and then they give a look. <laughs> yeah, that's the way it goes. The first year when we had someone come and take pictures, they're like, okay, I'm going to stand by, like, because I was playing, they're like, I'm going to stand by your court and try to get an action shot. And I was like, you're going to be there a very long time. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, they had the GoPro set up with, yeah. uh, on the uh, court. And then, yeah, we had a uh, Kojiko come out for an interview, which is was good, but I was super uncomfortable. <laughs> really? I was like, oh, my God, I want to watch that video again. I'm like, oh, my God, what is Oh, Who's I haven't watched it in a long time. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch it now. They're, you sound good. I don't know. always floating about around the region, I find, a lot of different events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were great to come out. Um, like I said, we always put out the feelers. Like, we don't expect anything from anybody, really. If you want to come out and support us, we put it out there. And if they do, great. If they want to put a team out, that's even better. Uh, we just want to fill the beach. We just mm-hmm. want a full day where our players get to play a bunch of different teams instead of the same, the same couple, one. The same couple teams, <laughs> which have happened, but for the most part, we've kept it pretty uh, split, so mm-hmm. it's been good. If you've had to expand the event, perhaps, because you said you have a, you know future plans, what do you think you'd add to it that you don't have to add? More courts. More courts, yes. So that's the the goal is basically like my like vision is we want a beer garden. We want mm-hmm. food trucks. We want it to be like yes. a full day event where players can come and then eat. I was thinking like a live band or something. Yeah, they have yeah. the or new. Switching bands. They have the. Uh, they a built a new um, area where bands can play by there, uh, which would be great. And obviously, like I would love to have a two day tournament, but that would be plausible with like I do a two day tournament with Saga, and it's awesome. You have like a hundred plus teams, and the beach is like. Up packed up from up one Wasagi, so yeah Wasaga beach. beach yeah I used to that was like my old company we used to run it now I just play in it but it's like area beach two or one it's like right in front of the hub there's like 28 courts which is like the dream for us obviously to kind of have that size and then like I would personally love to do a serves for nerves uh, beach tour so each month being at hmm. a different city. So That's a that really too. good idea. That'd be without though. me. <laughs> well, you'd come. I'd make you for I'd force you to come. Uh, that could really rally a lot yeah. of communities yeah. together. You well, we would love to do Toronto because Toronto has such a yeah. big beach. And then wherever. So just have three stops, June, July, August. It's a great idea. That's a down the road. <laughs> That's a down the road. But for sure, we just want to build up. We want to get to the 50-60 consistently. And... We have a long way to go, but we're hoping each year we more people are like, oh yeah, they offer the best price tournament. They offer the most games for the price. They offer the most prizing, which like we do. We, try. <laughs> we do. We put a lot of effort in making a an experience for people to come back, want to come back and play in. So it sounds like uh, you will need a, quite a, a talented event coordinator of some kind at some point in the future. Yes, because I. It's interesting because you don't really need a lot of setup just for the volleyball itself. Like you could organize a tournament a province away from here, 
but at the same time, if there's other stuff involved, it gets complicated. So when we, when I used to run, I had a staff of seven uh, running the 100 plus team, which was like 700 players there. Uh, basically, the two guys came, went up there on the Thursday, set up all the fencing to basically cut it off. The Friday was spent basically digging holes and building permanent, <laughs> like the temporary nets and the poles and everything like that. So he got everything set up. Uh, the people who had the liquor license who were setting up the beer garden set it up that day. Uh, and then you basically spent the next two days, 12 hours at the beach. Um, so it takes basically, it's quick and it's crazy. Uh, and I would love to get to that point again where it's overwhelming. Um, but yeah, basically you need a good staff of like eight to 10 to have it. Do you have any merchandise? We are looking to expand. Uh, we have some sweaters that we're looking to sell, and then obviously, maybe, if you maybe a sunscreen or something, that'd be. I think we, oh. we, we've looked at. I've looked at a few, and then we've Labeling looked at stuff, yeah. sunglasses. We had sunglasses. We had in sunglasses the, one year in the past. Um, so we want to get a bit more into the uh, our own brand, um, which will come when we get a little bit bigger. And we want to get like drawstring bags and stuff like that. So okay. we want a little bit of our own. Serves for nerves, licensed volleyballs. Yeah, yeah. they do home. do that. They do. Some companies will, and some companies will put uh, like the big companies will put your like serves for nerves on the the tape of the net. So like instead of it saying like Wilson or whatever, they'll put serves for nerves across. So it'll look nice, and you'll have your colors. So and our colors are orange and blue. So, Stand out, yeah. Yeah, so it looked good. I have to say, you did pick a good name. It's very. Catchy. That is all on your end. That was you came up with it. Wow, I did not come up with it. You were part of I it. I was part of it. Um, yes, my ex-husband came up with it. But do you know what? It's, it's a okay. team at the yeah, time. Yeah, of course. We were a team. Yeah, it's fine. Um, it goes very well with MS, right? So because it's a nerve. Central nervous system and serves her nerves works very well. Short, yeah. sweet, and absolutely very catchy. He can have the credit. It's okay. <laughs> we don't have to give him the credit on yeah, here. Perfect. You came up with it. <laughs> all right. It's all you. It's me. Actually, on on that side of things, uh, have you? Because I assume it's a you have it set up as a charity. Like, do you have the name? trademarked or licensed no, or anything we like that have a couple things but we don't technically we just don't it's like out of our own pocket it's our mm -hmm. own event so one day we wanted to like trademark it and create websites and all that stuff we have like the domains but well that's good that's yeah, a good start yeah, yeah so that helps um so but we want to get to become like a legitimate right now we basically tell companies if you're donating to us don't donate to us write the check to MS Society and the Niagara Chapter of Hope. And then basically that just gets pulled in for everything we raised. Um, but we want to be to the point where like you can go to us and we'll put it to somewhere, be it the MS Society or a few other things. It could be a registered charity. A registered charity, exactly. So, But we don't want to go broke first. We do not. Well, of course <laughs> That's our goal. We don't play the long game. <laughs> yes. We play the long game. Uh, like I said, we have all these goals and we have all these visions, but like obviously like... If it was cured tomorrow, we'd be more than happy to stop doing this. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> yeah. a funny predicament. Yes. You're getting such a great thing, but your problems could be entirely solved, and you never know. And we'll be totally we fine. We'll, yep, absolutely. <laughs> we'll go to the beach maybe one day every year <laughs> yeah. and enjoy and relax, but 
But well, yeah, yeah, we don't need to be doing this if it's fixed. <laughs> Maybe there's another neurodegenerative disease that you could use the name for. Yeah, yeah well, like ALS. Alzheimer's? Is, ALS, oh, ALS. Yeah. ALS is big, and, you know, I have family with ALS, and it is fast-moving, so. Mm -hmm. But, like I said, <laughs> we'll be okay if yeah. it's stressful every year. Yes. <laughs> so, it's fine. Yeah. We love doing it, but, yeah. It's worth it. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I said, there's a reason why we have a vision and why we do it, so. Mm -hmm. It makes it worthwhile. It's good that it's well thought out. I forgot what I was going to say. He does that a lot. <laughs> I, no, I used to never, and for some reason... Oh, You make me feel better. Thank you. What happened? The light just came on. <laughs> oh. I, yeah. No. It's on a timer okay. for 8.21. <laughs> really? At night. Yes. Okay. I was very specific. It's a good time. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, I never noticed that. I'm here every week. At 8.21. 821. Yeah. I don't know. Actually, I don't really know why it's 821. It might not be set up right. Maybe the power went out and it kind of kicked back, tripped it. That's our glorified wedding cabinet. Um, why can't I remember what I was going to say? You didn't help. I'm anticipating it. I don't know. I want to hear it. <laughs> it's okay. I could talk about something else. No, I, oh. now I got it. Okay. Perfect. You were talking about, and this was way at the beginning, about the different, um, well, I mean, different symptoms that you had. And outside of medicine or the chemotherapy, was there, like, any type of actual, like, physical therapy or anything like that? Or was it purely I... drug-induced? <laughs> I um, actually started seeing a personal trainer. Okay. I see a personal trainer. I do a lot of yoga. I have to keep doing something because if I, like in the beginning when I felt like I was dying, I did nothing, right? I kind of laid in bed and I kind of let it take over. And then I was like, I can't do this anymore. So I had to figure out something, something to do so that I wasn't just, I don't know, wasting away to nothing, I guess. But, and that's why, like, so I probably will never run, but I can still try. Um, I thought I was never going to be able to jump again, and now I can kind of do a tuck jump. I'm pretty, pretty proud of that. Um, but if I didn't do that, like, if I didn't go to my trainer, if I didn't do yoga, I would just, I wouldn't be where I am. <laughs> like, even, like, the walk, the first walk that I did, I think took me two and a half hours to do 2.5K. Yeah. But you and, did it. Uh, but I did it. Last year it took me 45 minutes. See, that's mm -hmm. great. Yeah. Every year. Which is still long. <laughs> no. But it was also raining. Yeah. But, yeah. It's because I mean, we weren't there. Yeah, see? <laughs> so you guys are going to be at the walk next You're going to be at the walk next Sunday? We'll <laughs> yeah. see you there. Nice and early, 8 a.m. We always pull, <laughs> we pull it together. Yes. <laughs> we go every year. No matter what the weather is. Yes. Does it affect using certain muscles more than others for in your case specifically because it sounds like jumping is a, like a, maybe a fast twitch muscle kind of thing and um for me know. my legs my Just legs are a big legs. thing so like my gait now is very wide set um I, I can't really feel parts of my feet okay so and some parts of my legs i can't feel either it's just that it's numb uh, so a lot of it's my legs something like grip strength has that changed Recently, yes, but <laughs> um, like when my hands were numb too, that was so one of the things. But it comes and goes. So 
uh, recently I've been having a little bit of the grip, the grip problems, but hmm. I think that's just from typing at work. Yeah. Not, everything's not my MS, right? <laughs> I like to think <laughs> Lots that. of other reasons to be slightly. Yeah. Right. And I'm sure you're hyper aware of any type of changes. So yeah. what can just be a normal change or well, yeah. a well, normal yeah. situation <laughs> could end up. Yeah, that's one of the things with me too. Is I'm like, now is this an MS thing or just like do regular people get it? Not that I'm not regular, but I'm like, does this happen to other people? Or <laughs> I feel like I have to be like hyper vigilant and being like, I'm messaging my neurologist and be like, okay, this is what's happening to me. Should I be worried? Um, and sometimes they're like, stop you're fine <laughs> okay but, uh, but yeah, mostly it's my legs for me and i know a lot of other people too um some of the the very beginning symptoms are your eyes and your legs you'd think almost um, some people might confuse that maybe with diabetes it's kind of interesting that it's those two areas in the beginning a lot of people got it confused with muscular dystrophy I guess that makes sense too. Yeah, because it's not really my muscles, it's more my nerves. The eyes, you said mm-hmm. at the beginning, you yep. could only see out. How was that surgical? Did it just go away over time? It went away. Huh? Yeah. That, that, that'd be a. Was, did you wake up like it? I did sort of. So. That'd be I, freaky. I, I, I <laughs> fell down a hill. I. Okay. This is. It, it doesn't even go together, but it just happened to be at the same time. I fell down a hill. And I twisted my ankle. And then, so my ankle was bothering me. And then, so I just thought everything was my ankle. And I thought maybe man, I hit my head or something. I was like, I can't see out half of my eyes. And people think you're crazy. Any of the things I'm saying, like, you were like, no, that's not possible. I know it is. You said a really serious concussion. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. I was like, oh, I really hurt my ankle. So maybe that was what it was. But then it kind of went longer than what a normal, like, ankle injury. Like, it wasn't a huge hill. <laughs> so that went longer than it should have. And I went to the doctor and they thought it was B12 deficiency. So I guess that's similar. And I had double vision. So they probably gave you injections from that. Well, they told me to take like a high dosage of oh, okay. vitamin B. And after two weeks, I was like, this is not helping. No. <laughs> so I, I went and saw my actual doctor. And I, the first, I didn't see him. So I saw him and he was like, yep, you're going to the hospital. Hmm. And he's like, right away. He's like, I could have told you, but I'm not a neurologist. So because like the double vision is a big thing. Optic neurosis, I think is what it's called. When you have eye problems. Um, I had a family doctor um, diagnose a health issue of mine because we were there and he's like, yeah, I'm going to send you to a specialist because it's either going to be one of three things. And him saying it's either going to be one of three things. I'm like, well, you're not making me happy. No. Because <laughs> he told me it was either multiple sclerosis, mm-hmm. like you said, um, some sort of cancer, which I'm blanking on right now, or a really, really bad nerve problem in my spine. Mm-hmm. Like, well, all three of those are horrible, yeah. but way too open. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think once you throw in cancer, it's it's not good. So yeah. it is good when the doctors are like, yeah, just go to the hospital. Yeah. Don't, oh, yeah. Don't. Uh, no. Don't play around and no, give me a weird like, diagnosis. There's so many things that you can confuse it with, right? So B12 is one of them, B12 deficiency. Um, they also told me they thought I had uh, weak eye muscles. Hmm. So they sent me to my eye doctor too. Doesn't my, make much sense no, as far as lacking vision. No, my eye doctor kind of laughed and was like, really? Someone <laughs> thought that? And I was like, yeah. She's like, okay, I'll look. But I think your eye muscles are fine. 
Um, but I had to do like a field of vision test and they're like, yeah, you seem to not be able to see the top. I was like, no, I made it up. Clearly I can't <laughs> see it. I, I wouldn't, I don't know why I would pull that out of my butt that you couldn't see that. But no, they're like, yeah, no, we don't know what it is, but it's not your eye muscles. <coughs> and if you talk to other people too, so many people get told it might be MS or it might be one of the things too is like, well, maybe it's a brain tumor. So let's look at that. I'm like, yeah, let's look at that. Let's let's get on that, please. Yeah, as quick as possible. Yeah. Book me for whatever scan immediately. Yes. <laughs> yes, and that's kind of what it was. It was like CAT scan today, MRI tomorrow. We'll let you know in a week. I'm like okay, but they were actually fairly quick with me after the whole B12 and eye muscle thing. They didn't tell me very quickly. But when I went to Toronto and actually looked at my MRI with my neurologist. She was like, okay, I want you to kind of think back like a long time ago and tell me if anything else weird had happened in like your childhood. I was like, what do you mean? She goes, any weird symptoms? I was like, I don't know. I, I was a dancer, so some things happened where like I had a very numb spot in my stomach and people thought that was crazy. How can your stomach be numb? She goes, yes, so that's an MS hug. Can you remember when you had that? And I was like, I was like 16. MS hug. Yeah. So it was like around the trunk of my body and it was like tight and numb. And at the time, they kind of just thought it was from dancing and I pinched a nerve. That's fine. We kind of just push it off. She goes, yeah. So when was that? 16? So you've probably had it that long. I was like, oh, oh, that sucks. Because <laughs> when it was first told, mm -hmm. it felt like you got it as bad as you could yeah. immediately. Yeah. And because I remember you joking that you thought like you were drunk. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just were falling. Yeah, all the time. And, it was like I, clearly holding on to walls. Slowly. Yeah. It just kind of hit me hard. I had a big relapse it, at that time. It was there, just mm. hard at that time. Yeah. It's interesting. It makes me wonder if there's maybe a psychological component to it as well, like where you're coming to grips with what it is, but then you're suddenly hit with more symptoms than you had had before. I don't know. There's, there's psycho psychological components to a lot of different things, mm -hmm. but again, it needs well, more research. Well, yeah. And that's one of the things too is like if I hadn't kind of – brought myself up and been like, hey, I'm going to beat this myself, I think things would have got worse. But I yeah, think I because I was like, I'm going to kick butt, I get where I am. You can make the best of it. And yeah. Positive attitude is very yeah. important in yeah. any situation. Yeah. If I had just kind of stayed down in the dumps, and I would still be there. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that has a big thing too, is that once I'm like, nope, I'm not going to let this happen, then Well, you jumped better. like immediately into... It was like, you got it, and you're like, I'm doing the walk. Yep. <laughs> and then a year later, it was like, we're doing this tournament. Yep. And then it's, we're eating all these burgers. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm with you there. So. Yep. Anything that I can do, because not only for me, but for anybody. Like, because I'm like, I know how crappy it can be. So why not help other people? Exactly. So when every, whenever someone finds out I have MS and they tell me they have someone else, they're like, hey, do you mind talking to them? I'm like, yeah, sure. If that helps. It seems like a lot of charitable organizations go for the awareness angle of stuff. It seems like MS might be something where awareness is probably one of the biggest things you need because mm -hmm. there's probably a lot of people that have it undiagnosed and they have mm -hmm. no idea what's going on. Oh, yeah. Well, there's 100, 000, over 100,000 Canadians that have MS. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like you said, the Niagara region is big with Very MS high. and obviously uh, mostly with women. Um, so yeah, it's something that's been like, even like she said earlier, like from the time we 
you found it and she told us to like now there's been like so much more change so much more publicity mm-hmm. like so much like it's just and obviously developments and research which i do feel goes hand in hand uh yeah there's been like drastic changes in the six years yeah, oh seven yeah. years or whatever it is yeah, whatever so it is. that's good um son <laughs> no, I, I, I'm rubbing off on you. Sorry, <laughs> it's contagious. Did I tell you that? <laughs> Do you, well. There's a good question. There's a lot of people that are misinformed about a lot of yes. things out there. Do you get people worried that it's contagious? I I think I've had a. I'm, I really like to deal with things with humor, so I have had some people be like, "Well, you know, did you?" catch it from something I'm like yes you want know i actually fell into a pond it was contaminated with ms that day and i think i drank some of the water it's not contagious they they don't know much about it but it's not contagious um i can't donate blood because they don't know enough about it so they don't know if it's anything in the blood i still don't think that would be a thing but it's definitely not contagious ryan would have it by now it's true um, it's true no so it's interesting from the from the sounds of it they've made leaps and bounds on the on the defense and in helping, mm-hmm. but even if they do, by chance, cure it um, tomorrow, like we said, or next week, yeah. the research will still be needed to try to see how and why people get it. Because you can cure something, but if they s- still don't know if you can donate blood, and yeah. they don't know exactly. Well, and it's yeah, they just they don't know anything. I feel like about like where it comes from or what can be done. So even if they came up with a cure, let's say tomorrow, is it something that they could give to me to reverse this? The effects I already have, probably not. Or to stop. Yeah. People right? from getting it. Or stop people from getting it. Yeah. Really bad <laughs> if people got MS from Teen Burgers. Right. It'd just be the worst, be worst marketing case. campaign. <laughs> I'd be worst case scenario. No, do, it's contaminated water. Do any of the symptoms get confused with the Lyme disease? Because yes. I'm thinking of somebody that told a, an account of their their Lyme disease, and I remember them talking about some of the similar symptoms but yeah yeah that's something that's kind of prevalent in this region as opposed to other places yeah. in canada too oh yeah that was one of the things that people when they found out in the very beginning were like have you been checked for lyme disease like, to be fair your area of where you live I know, I is live full of ticks, ticks. i've been bitten by like a dozen of them since i've lived I, here i have too but yeah. they're from what i've been told and i'm not a doctor so i don't really know um the lesions are a little bit different so I have like 30 plus lesions on my brain and spinal cord. Mm-hmm. That's what kind of causes everything, right? And I think they, they're shaped differently. Really? Don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. But we are a 100% factual based. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, in that case. Bring your no. textbooks out. <laughs> <laughs> but like they asked me if I wanted to go through with a spinal tap to confirm. And I was like, no, thank you. I am okay with both. So a neurologist down here in St. Catharines diagnosed me with MS. And then I got another opinion from someone in Toronto. I think both of them, both saying I have MS, probably good with me. It's true. Yeah. Plus, I I also don't know very much about Lyme disease, but I think I'd be a little bit worse off in six years. Yes, although there's some people that seem to recover from it very, well, not very quickly, but like... They will have it for a long time, and then very suddenly their body gets yeah. over it, which is a yeah. interesting concept. But yeah, yeah. But Lyme disease is one of those things. Someone also once asked me if I drank a lot of diet coke because they heard aspartame. 
Yeah, there's a lot of things associated with that. I think diet coke just gives a bad rap for everything. So. Yes, it's not good for you. <laughs> no, but, it but I think not, it's. I don't no. think it causes some <laughs> No, and I, I don't mean to laugh at it, but I'm like, I've never had a can of diet coke before in my life. It's not worth it. <laughs> so no. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind it. I used to drink a lot of it. I don't have MS. Yeah, I think I've actually drank like more now than I ever did before because before I was like no I've never had it now I've had like a coke zero every once in a while <laughs> I'm like oh is this gonna make it worse no but it's definitely things people get confused about it's a lot of misinformation mm-hmm. and what what hospital in Toronto what St. Michael's St. Michael's mm-hmm. good yeah which is great for me not that it's great that's in Toronto Toronto I don't like going there but I can get off right off the bus and I can walk there <laughs> There you go. Yes. But I do hate going to Toronto. <laughs> Most of what I hate about going to Toronto and just is the driving yes. part. Yes, that's why I can take the bus. Yeah. <laughs> Public transit's pretty handy. Yes. I have family in Toronto too, so I can visit them. Double. Yeah. Double up. Yeah. <laughs> go for sushi. Your brothers. Yes. Two brothers I over there. just recently revisited sick kids in Toronto, and I'd spend a lot of time there when I was younger, and it was... A, just a big nostalgia trip because mm-hmm. it hasn't really changed in the 15 years that it's been since I was there but we were visiting a newborn baby mm-hmm. and the baby is okay and everything mm-hmm. and I was talking to the person I was with and I said the baby is going to be fine but what's depressing and I, it bothers me more than then a newborn who's getting, they're all getting the best care, but is she was in a shared room with four other patients, and all the other patients were the 11-year-olds and the 8-year-olds, and they were all kids, and oh, it was a sad drive mm-hmm. home. Not that that has anything to do with what no, we're talking about. No, no, <laughs> no, absolutely. Well, yeah. No, I, I would hate to go there. I, yes. I don't think I could do it. Yes. Is clown doctoring still a thing? You know, there are some really good, not clown doctors, but there's some really good clowns at SickKids. I don't know. Isn't that the same thing, though? I don't know. I thought it was just... I mean, like, Patch Adams was a doctor who was kind of clowny. It's a movie. Well, he was a real person. (laughs) Yeah. But there are doctors that are therapeutic, or clowns that are therapeutic. (laughs) Clowns that go through sick kids. And I remember when I was there you know magician occasionally and a superhero would visit every now and then and stuff like that celebrity so they 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 treat the kids very very well there it's very good how young is the youngest a person might uh, be diagnosed with ms i recently heard that someone was diagnosed at the age of two oh my not very common Uh like the normal i figured it'd be somewhat additive where the symptoms wouldn't creep in until some degradation is mm-hmm. has occurred which has to take some amount of time yeah um the normal age range is like being diagnosed at 18 to i think 45 okay so it's right in the middle mm-hmm. but yeah no i heard only one case and i don't know if there's more or anything like that but i heard one two-year-old and depending on the symptoms yeah. like most people if you were 16 and you had the the ms hug i probably wouldn't have thought anything no. i wasn't a dancer either but i probably wouldn't <laughs> thankfully i probably wouldn't have thought anything different of it no they just thought i pinched a nerve i was like okay yeah cool on i go um 
kind of on a surface level question out of like, did you run before? Has it changed? No. Okay. Because no. I, I would hate to hear a story where you used to be like a marathon runner and then you couldn't. No, no, no. And it's, it's funny because people, when they find out things like you have MS, they're like, oh, I know Susie. And do you know what? She was downhill skiing last year. And I'm like, cool. I don't downhill ski. Yeah, okay. We were doubles mixed badminton we were. partners. Oh my gosh. And yes, we were. that did derail our career. <laughs> we were... When he we, wailed me in the head with the badminton racket. <laughs> we won one game, and the other team didn't show they up. didn't show up, yeah. So we were one in many losses. But oh yes, God. our career ended Yes. at the age of 22. <laughs> <laughs> we could no longer play mixed badminton. The whole changing of abilities thing kind of makes me think of like biometric scanning. Like, for instance, something as simple as like a smartwatch or whatever tracks heart rate or, or let's say activity. Like, just say you do run, and it tracks how quickly you go about places and, and all sorts of things. It'd be interesting to see in the future, which I'm sure it's coming, biometrics that really can almost diagnose you with any number of conditions. I don't know if MS necessarily makes sense, but it might say, hey, your physical activity is different, you know, in the past year or so than... I think I'd be more freaked out by that if if my my wrist was telling me, hey, you might have Surprise, you have MS. But we we already (laughs) have WebMD, so you might already diagnose yourself with something scary. Dr. Google tells me these things all the time. Uh, I believe I watch more than my own internet findings. No way, I love Dr. Google. Sorry. Uh, Do you as a person living with MS... Do you ever find yourself doing like rabbit hole research? Like, you, oh, or yeah. do, do you stay away? <laughs> oh, yeah. She feeds into it. Uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes, like I said, like I don't know if certain things I'm having are MS related or not. So then I start looking and then I start reading other people. So I'm in like different forums of different people who've either been on the drug I'm on or my age and have MS or whatever. And then I start reading, like, well, that's never happened to me. So I just start reading about it. And then, like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? <laughs> next thing you know five hours are gone oh yeah all the time i'm like i need to stop doing this because like really i just have to take it as it comes right i'm like i'll be prepared because i read about it already there's a certain line read about it research but don't take it for (laughs) its full value i know but (laughs) like when i read some of the forums i can see other people who do it too because they're like posting like hey this happened to me today as it happened to anyone else and people are like oh this this and this and this and they're fine that one person be like please go see a neurologist stop <laughs> asking everybody else <laughs> it's true that's a very level-headed person yeah yeah well i mean a neurologist is also a very busy person i'm sure so if it's something that's a, a lot of us we do have um certain like nurses that so i have a nurse that is assigned to me because of the treatment that i've taken so she's assigned to me for the next five years. And if I have problems, I can kind of just shoot her an email. But, or actually, St. Michael's has a relapse hotline you can call. And you can say, hey, I think I'm having a relapse. Can you call me back? Uh, but sometimes you don't get a call back for a little while. Kind of play phone take. But still, like those resources are there, so that's good. But it's still nice to ask other people. Yes. Even if it sends you down a rabbit hole, <laughs> thinking you're getting terrible things happening. I mean, if you end up thinking you're having terrible things happen, and it turns out it's nothing at all, you, right? You feel like you accomplished something by not having the terrible thing happen. <laughs> this, is, this is true. <laughs> sigh of relief. Everything's okay. 
didn't forget what I was going to say because I didn't really actually have anything to say. I just... <laughs> um, It's it's the temptation for you to say things that always stops because it stops me because I'm just like, is he gonna say something? Okay, and yeah, I'll, you go. Shut up. Whatever. I <laughs> so I guess on the topic of Port Dalhousie, that's where it is. Is the dock back open? It, what's going on with that? Because I know we're, it was all they're in the middle down. of fixing it. Yeah. I actually, work out there. It's I haven't wanted to go there since I couldn't walk out onto the pier. We went in the winter. We that did cold, cold day. <laughs> we were shooting. What was it? An intro. The introduction to this podcast. You went meta. <laughs> I know. Oh, you're right. <laughs> we, came, we came up with a game, and, and now since I already did it, it's too late. But anyways, came up with a game where we're not going to mention the podcast itself. And I did. It doesn't exist. And he didn't. Which he always does. And I made this game to punish him. But, but it's my fault. This time. So. Yeah, uh, we don't know what the consequences. I'm gonna write that down though. Sure. Working on a bunch we don't know what the consequences. Mm-hmm. I think I think they're ahead of the game for the the pier. That's from good. what I've heard, I I work down in Port Dalhousie, and um, sometimes and they build more parking lots. Yeah. Too, so, yeah, so where are they gonna put the parking lots? I don't know. I don't know the exact location. But I just keep keep getting told by everyone that they're building it. There currently. is one so, parking lot, and there's yeah. no room around it for more. Are parking they gonna lot. do raised parking? Are they gonna build a? S- I, no, no. I don't know if any of the stuff they were working on that got canceled oh they're gonna kind of just take over that spot tear it down like the like slightly on the hill maybe i don't know if they're flattening that out uh where rum jumbo used to be oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) for those that remember the bar days (laughs) um yeah it might be there that's the only place i could see it in that area i spent many years parking down the roads so Mm -hmm. it's not too bad it's very difficult to find parking there in the summer yes. if it's not in the parking lot. Yeah, you just kind of, I mean... We have to get there really early. We get there really early. Uh, when I play in leagues there for certain nights, I remember, I don't know what, it must have been, it must have, it must have been summer solstice or something like that. And there was like 500 yoga, people doing yoga on the beach. And that really ruined the volleyball parking. And I was like, <laughs> I don't I had to go so far down, and I was already late as is. Was like a weekend thing, or, or it was a Tuesday. It was a Tuesday, <laughs> or a Thursday. Thursday, I played Thursday nights. I don't know what happens during the week, so I'm just gonna work from like 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Yeah, I have no idea what it's like during yeah. the weekends for our tournament. It feels like it's so, like I said last year, weather wasn't great, so people weren't like out and about for the beach. But you're also starting at a good time. We're starting at 8:30, right? so people so. get there before everybody else. You'll get the first parking, and then it's just a stones walk to the closest bar and we usually have a sponsored bar so that's where you can go after the tournament or if you have a little bit of time in between <laughs> to go for a quick drink because that helps the beach it is it, it's a scientific fact good as i said a certain yes. amount of beers you have that's why we want to get a uh have a liquor event license. like liquor license so here's a strange question that i'm coming up with um, are there any recreational things that like substances that people with MS take and say that it helps like cannabis or, yep. or anything else? Yes. There are. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually just recently, because I was taking like a whole bunch of different pills for spasms I get in my legs and one of them would, I would take it and 10 minutes down the road, I would be sleeping. So I was like, well, 
this doesn't work. I have to function and go to work. Mm-hmm. And then the other one would give me really, really bad headaches. So I tried to figure out what else I could do. And someone suggested cannabis. So CBD oil in the morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. We had a guest on who brought C- like high CBD cannabis. And we smoked it. It wasn't psychoactive at all. But nope. it, I don't know. I had have a lot of general aches and pains. And I... It might have helped. I don't know. I had just been to the dentist earlier that day, and the painkillers he had given me had worn off. And afterwards, during the podcast, the pain went away. Yeah. With nothing else. So cool. It helps with my spasms. He said the oils are better than the actual dry herb itself, but that's good to know. I I want... (laughs) I think if we asked a bunch of people this question, I think we would get some crazy answers. Like, I want to hear somebody say, like, psychedelic mushrooms. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was wondering if that was going to be it. I haven't tried that. Maybe I'll let you know. Getting peg of all. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. It could. Maybe it'll fix everything. Hopefully something that isn't highly addictive anyway. Yeah. No, the CBD oil that I take in the morning does oh help with my spasms. That's good. And Wouldn't then, that be horrible? Like, yeah. be like, we have a cure for MS. But it's meth. But it's meth. <laughs> oh, God. So, no MS. But <laughs> pick your battle. Yeah. What do you want? I think I'd keep the MS. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it right now. It's like we're friends right now. <laughs> Just there. It's acceptance. Uh, yeah, yeah. But um, dry THC at night to help me sleep. Not just THC, but a mixture. Hmm. It'll help me sleep at night. So there are different factors that that helps out with. And of course, because we're in Canada, it's accessible to anybody over the age of is it 19? Yes. Okay. I do get it medically, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, that's the, the benefit mm-hmm. almost is you don't even need a you don't need a prescription yep. anymore. Yep. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. Less of a barrier. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's and, good. I mean, it's just one of those. Have you you just recently started using it? So you never had considered it before, even though you could have got it medically. Well, when I was younger, <laughs> um, <laughs> I had some bad times with it, so I was like, oh, I don't want to do that because it's not fun. And then, <laughs> then someone kind of sat me down and was like, hey, if you use it properly, <laughs> maybe you'd be okay. So. Isn't that just a general rule of thumb for everything? Yeah, I guess so. But I was very like, no, I don't want to. This is terrible. I don't ever want to do that again. And then they're like, hmm, rethink it. So, so now moderation. Everything is better in moderation. <laughs> and drinking doesn't do anything? No. No. Okay. No, I used to joke all the time about being drunk all the time because... Because you already have wobbly. Super wobbly. How many drinks has Melissa had? Oh, she must be drinking the most. Yeah, she's had <laughs> one. Yeah. Even now, sometimes I'll like kind of stumble and be like, sorry, drunk today. And I'm like, really? I'm like, no. <laughs> do you hang out with new people all the time or are they just getting... Yeah, sometimes. Okay. And sometimes people don't really see my humor until afterwards. I like so, the humor. I yeah. get the humor. Well, that's how you have to deal with stuff. If I, wasn't, if I didn't have humor about stuff... I'm, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear here, but I'd be a bitch. You can swear as much as you want. Oh, yes, you can. I would be quite the bitch, so I need to throw some humor in there. It's true. Shut up. I've seen both. (laughs) Very fair. But when I'm drinking, I'm just like, oh, this is like a normal day. (laughs) Again, different. Does Does it make driving a thing that you can't do reliably? Drinking, yes. No. <laughs> yeah, okay. Drinking, yes. Don't no. drink and drive. No. <laughs> no. Um, sometimes, like, I won't drive for a long period of time because I'm like, 
probably not a good idea. Yeah. But I, I think the uncertainty would probably be the worst part about it, where you don't know how bad it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I, I do recall a slight bit about the girl I lived with that had MS not wanting to drive for that reason. There was a, a big chunk of my life where I did not want to drive. But there wasn't anything like, hey, well, so you can't drive. Um, it was They don't be ask smart. for it at Service Ontario. Like, do you have any pre-existing condition like that? No. No. Okay. No. no. Well, because mine, it wasn't ever like, bad enough that it, they were like, hey, don't drive anymore. Mm-hmm. It was just, I was like, I don't want to for a little while. And then everything's fine. Now, so. I just hate driving. Mm-hmm. Now you I'm do. just like, <laughs> I do. I'm like, you know oh, what? Another 10 years and you won't have to drive. The cars will just do it for us. Yeah, that's super creepy. Is so it? yeah, here we go. No, Ooh, so somebody that I had just met that I was working with at the time, they're like, "Hey, you have asked, how do you feel about driving?" I'm like, "Well, I hate it." They're like, "Hey, come in my car." They had one of those cars that like pretty much drove itself. Okay. And he sat there and had a conversation with me like this. I'm like, "Stop, please watch the road." <laughs> and they're like, "No, watch." Like I'm like, "No, stop it." Like it's so creepy. And then like there's trucks in front of us, and I just held like the old shit bars the whole time i'm like this is terrible I'm like no it's fine it's fine I'm like, ah. thank goodness you don't have anxiety <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> my, my aunt is so behind on the technological curve and one day we were having a conversation she threw me a curveball she's like yeah i really like my car and i feel like i should update it because the model i have they stopped making it after 2018 but I don't know if I should just wait because then one day I'll just have a car that drives myself or drives for me. And I'm like, oh. I wasn't expecting you to ever say that. <laughs> it's a very interesting. That's so creepy. She wants to update her car because they stopped. She really waiting. likes the model. What's, what's the model? I can't remember. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of cars that they killed off in 2018 and nothing comes uh, to mind. Like the Hondas. It also could have added, been 2017. Maybe the, the story's uh, a bit older. The Hondas, they added the cameras to everything yeah. as of like 2018. Because cool. that was like the last year of nothing in my uh, car. So. You got an Elantra? Yeah. Hatchback. So Probably the best bet when it comes to Hyundai. Yes. Good little car. Yes. Have you Gets me there. Been in a self-driving car? I haven't had it's creepy i'm telling you i'm uh, curious no, about it i feel like i have we drove we went to florida in that uh nissan altima or whatever but that thing was fully loaded so it had the like braking assist and like yeah. all sorts of basically and it had steering so it basically could sort of yeah. drive itself which was cool i think that's what this one was it, it wasn't like an autopilot thing where you just let off everything but it, it helped you drive <laughs> you can like order an uber and allow it to be a self-driving car like, they'll still have someone sitting in it. I don't... Oh. But, hmm. but, yeah. Not here, though. Or, yeah? No, Really? Huh. Yeah. Maybe... There's not too many cars that are fully self-driving. I mean, like, Tesla's got the autopilot feature, but the driver has to interact yeah. with it on a continual basis. And I think there's probably other automated. That feels like more work than so just driving, like, to interact yeah. with the car and be like... I would fall asleep. <laughs> and I think that's well, why you're supposed to... Well, that's just it. it. And I've sat on the highway. I'll... Um, admit something and on a long stretch of the highway when I'm straight I'll just sit and pretend like if I was driving on the highway and my hand or my knees on the wheel so it's it's not going to swerve I'm thinking what would I do <laughs> like this at least well you would follow keep your focus a little bit presumably that you're in a car that no longer has a steering wheel or any input because it just drives itself 
You could face the other way if you wanted to. I don't, I don't know. No, nope. <laughs> but you see, I'm with her on that one because I don't. That's a little too much. I don't <laughs> for me. like being in the passenger seat. No. So I and then you have to put a lot of faith in that car. You do. <laughs> but I mean, people put an immense amount of faith in their own abilities every time they get into a car, and we have tons of accidents. All That's the true. Time. <laughs> That's very true. That's true. <laughs> Well, that's just it. Put it in I've, that perspective. I've had the debate with people sometimes about what would happen. It's related. Trust me. Uh, what would happen if uh, they made like an actual honest to God Jurassic Park? I get asked if I would go. And I said yes, but probably after like 20 years. Just make sure there's no issues. Yes. Would I buy a self-driving car? Sure. Let's after wait a little years. bit. Yep. That'll be the first person. Uh, yeah. Second or third gen. I'm, yeah, I, I, don't wanna be, I don't want to be an sure. early adopter. I want it to... To have everything ironed out. Yes. I agree. And even then, I still don't think I like it. <laughs> I well, I mean, you you say you take the bus to Toronto, right? Yeah. Are you actively sitting beside the bus driver? No. If I was, then I'd be creeped out. <laughs> She's so in I, the back. In so the back. <laughs> maybe the next time you're in a self-driving car, you need to sit in the back. Cover my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Just trust. Just pretend that someone else is driving. Yeah. Yep. I should. You're right. <laughs> Just put faith Just put up and off. everything put is going to be okay. <laughs> I have a little faith. <laughs> I mean, planes have basically been flying themselves for decades. Oh, yeah. Yes. But I we don't also, see that. Don't see I also it. don't like being in a plane. <laughs> I take a lot of gravel and Dramamine or whatever. <laughs> gravel is great for for airline. It yeah. was. It was. I was like never a gravel person and then I got to on 11 hour flight and I couldn't sleep at all. And I was like, this is never again happening. And on the way back, I took it and I was like, okay, this is much better. Yes. I remember an hour of it. I kept falling back. I think I woke up for the food portions and then falling back asleep. So I need to learn the ability of sleeping on an airplane. I think I, I, I always could. I'm waking up. I always could. It doesn't, I didn't need anything. Four hours, two hours, whatever. I'm out. I need but, to be too comfortable. Like I need to spend way too much money on a comfortable seat. <laughs> yes. I, for, I can like sleep on the tray. That pulls out in front of you. Yeah, mm. I know my neck's always killing, but I've done that. Yeah, yeah, but that that was like the time. Of course, it was like the twelve-hour flight, and I'm like, okay, straight up. The seat wasn't really working. I'm like, this is the worst day of my life. <laughs> Short flights, I can sleep. Uh, longest time I was in a plane was about like eleven hours. Yeah. On the way, don't think I slept, but I was excited. I was going to Rome. On the way home, I slept. I yes. wasn't excited, but I was coming home to hell. So <laughs> I like watching the uh, the uh, like map where you're going across on the in front of the plane because those longer flights usually have like the TV and it yeah. has like the part where you're like over Russia. I was like, oh, yeah, this is pretty cool. <laughs> um, that it's funny that we're talking about the autopilot stuff like that because they recently have had issues i can't remember the air the airline yeah like the 737 the yeah. 737 that went down and it was yeah i know i went to cuba around that time so, <laughs> and we went to i went to dominican so on uh air canada mm -hmm. i don't know if i was on a 737 i didn't choose to look it up afterwards i was like i just trust that i got there the, so it's fine which cuban airline was it because if you went to cuba it would have been the keo coco okay hmm so I don't know. I might have got lucky. It was like <laughs> Air Canada Rouge. Everything was fine. Uh, I have never typically had issues with Air Canada. I haven't flown with them in a long time because the places I went, they typically don't service. But yeah, 
Yeah, the best, I've been on a bunch of different ones. We went to Europe. I don't even remember well, the airline. I don't remember the airplane. airline for Europe. Korean that was Air my was, very first trip. Korean Air was fine. Yeah, usually WestJet I usually like for shorter trips. I trust WestJet, I don't know. But like at that point, once it's like going down, it's like too late anyway. So it's like, whatever. <laughs> I put my faith in you. I put my thousands of dollars into this ticket. Do you think like, you'd have the same mentality if it was actually I feel it's going like down? Be like, wow. Whatever. It was bound to happen Save eventually. Me. Yeah, I don't know. At that point, you're probably just like, I don't even know what you think. You just are probably blank. I think I never want to be on a flight with you again. <laughs> like, yeah, we're going down. Yeah, it is, it is. They finally caught up to me. <laughs> oh my God. I bet you $10 that that doesn't happen. I probably. If you're I, ever I, in I an honestly airline, feel like when I get scared, I instantly like, and I go super quiet, and I would probably just be sitting there like this, <laughs> like until it happens. Like I honestly feel I'm like one of those. I freeze, so I don't know if I would even scream or freak out. I would just be like frozen and like, well, I shoot. would cry. <laughs> I would just cry. Maybe grab the mask. I don't know. Definitely forget everything that they tell. Just can you grab them? Grab what? The mask. Well, if things come down. Like, well, if they come yeah, down. See, yeah. If they come down. There's no way yeah. to access it if that... Little... No, I don't think there's like a button. I'm really glad I didn't come here before I went on a plane. <laughs> you know, if I, they come down. Yeah, you got a flight next week now. <laughs> uh, when I was younger, I went on a cruise. And the cruise line that I went on, they were partnered with whoever, Sony at the time or something like that. So they got to pre-screen movies that weren't out in theaters. And you got to fill out a questionnaire, what you think of the movie. And... I was really getting into film production at that point. So I went to go see a movie. First day on the cruise. And it opens up in this beautiful waterscape. I'm like, hmm, what is this? And then a ship. And then it was the remake of Poseidon. I'm like, <laughs> who the hell thought of this? Bad idea. Bad idea. That and Titanic would probably be the yep. worst two movies to <laughs> show world. on a cruise ship. Oh, That's God. just not good judgment. Nope. nope. Or they're like, hey, we're safer than this. Like, well, you could be here, but you're with us. <laughs> So, Poseidon was, going a, with us. was a good movie, just not on a cruise ship. <laughs> That's, I think, the only bad thing I said. I wrote him like, that wasn't good. Now it's bedtime. <laughs> bad choice. <laughs> Icebergs, we're in the Caribbean. That's okay. But rogue waves, that can happen anywhere. <laughs> All right, never go on a cruise ship. Got it. Don't we're just movies. ruining your travel yeah. plans here. Not that I had any, but no. No, airplanes are definitely the best way. I... I enjoyed, dry, I enjoyed the trip to Florida last year, but in a car, yeah, it was long. So much driving, and you realize how big, like Alabama a is. Continent, <laughs> yeah, Alabama. It's a long state. Yeah, no, I have no desire to ever drive to a place like that, where I could just. I like fly. I like going there. You see cool things. You're like, hey, that's an armadillo on the side of the road. Hmm. We don't a lot of car a, crashes. A lot of car wrecks in the it, states. Uh, the most, the road. There's a lot of like, like holes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I go to Cleveland quite a bit, and there's always like a lot of construction needed on the roads. <laughs> yeah, people like to, for some reason, drive off the interstate into like the middle. Yeah, a lot. It's not a lot so of cars we're, there. Got a lot of rails now. Yeah. <laughs> I've never driven there. No. no. I don't leave Ontario. <laughs> hey, good things. Grow in Ontario. (laughs) 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 That's good. I I don't leave Niagara. Good things grow in Niagara. Wine. 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 A lot of wine. The wine just grows on trees. Yeah. Yeah. 
pick a bottle. Yep. Um, yeah, I think driving through the States isn't amazing, but if you are going to do any driving, driving across Canada, that's, that's the thing that's to the do. That's the place to do. I agree. I should I agree. do that. Go for well, it. Not, not me. Or With an someone. automatic car. I was just going to say, self-driving. Just no. say, let's go to PEI no. and have it take you. No. Somebody else can drive me. Can't do that. So... Serves for Nerves, June 15th, 8 a.m. Where do they go? Serve for, ServesforNerves.ca? No. So we don't have an official <laughs> website. Just a domain. We just have just a domain. domain. Oh, okay. You can check out our Facebook page, uh, slash Serves for Nerves. Uh, you can email ServesforNerves at gmail.com. Links on the screen. Yes. Yes. Right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that how it works? The magic? Yeah. Um, and yeah, our Instagram page, which is Serves for Nerves. So basically, we're really quick at answering our messages. Like, you know, I don't know if, well, you know, uh, on your Facebook page, and it says, like, how quick could be response is it? Like, it's like a minute. Like, you know, that's good. It's, mine, it's used a minute to be, <laughs> mine used to be really quick, and it's now within an hour. But the, I always hate people that I'll answer their question, and then they say, thanks. Like, uh, don't it. make yeah. me respond again because what am I supposed to say? We've been there. Like, teams are like, hey, like, can we get more information about your tournament? And then I give them a bunch of information, and then I don't hear from them. And then I feel awkward. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to reach out just in case. And then you usually get the, oh, I wasn't able to pull a team together. And I'm like, that's fair. Mm-hmm. But just give me a heads up. That's fine. <laughs> but, yes, yeah, so we are. We try to be. But when it's not like. It's like crazy. We're a one-time event, not a yearly mm-hmm. service. <laughs> it's true. So. No, I mean, anything you can do on Facebook that sets you, uh, not that there's probably too many other volleyball MS charitable events out there. Not there is not. Know. We have looked up. Service for Nerves does not exist anywhere. anywhere That's good. So. And you, you've thoroughly searched Service for Nerves, I assume, too, yes. right? Yes, we've Googled it. We have Googled it. <laughs> uh, and yeah, no, the only thing that comes up is our newspaper articles. That's it. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's a plus. It's positive branding yes. before. Yes. That before is landed on the website. Uh, yeah. Except, yeah, the standard got rid of it. The one article, our best article. Our best one? Yeah. Aww. It's like not archived anymore. But they like came back the next year, which is fine. But that first one was the best you can one. That was our front page Contact line. them and ask them for. We might need to pull it. I that was have our it on page. my fridge. Yeah. It was like, I'm proud of it. That was like really awesome. That was two years ago. And I remember speaking to the Amma Society. And because it was front page, they said they got like an influx of phone calls like that weekend or that yeah. week and basically essentially raised like $5,000 more just from people seeing it on the front page and seeing right, for people Melissa's... to say that print is dead. There's exactly. That it's and not. seeing Melissa's story. Yeah. Uh, so it like hit home for a lot of people. Um, I said a lot of younger people started to reach out, which is nice. Yeah. So once again, weird for a newspaper, right? (laughs) Maybe it was the online paper, but a lot of people said they saw the 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 paper, Mm -hmm. like the physical. Like we got reached out quite a bit and said, like, oh, I saw Mm -hmm. it on front page. Well, if you're the type that watches this and doesn't read the paper, you can also reach out. So yes, I think we had a good show. I think we're gonna wrap it up for the night. Yeah. Do you guys have any last words? 
thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. It well, was great doing out. this. It was a lot of fun. We've never done this. Nope. So we appreciate well, it. Hey, as it gets bigger, you're going to have to get used to doing press tours. Exactly. <laughs> everything. This is a good introduction. Your, yeah. uh, your 5 a.m. curtain calls at breakfast television to do. <laughs> that, imagine that. <laughs> You'd be up there. You're, hey, you're the poster child. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're on the front page of everything. Okay, that was one question I was going to ask, but I didn't. How do you feel as a you have ms but you mm. he just said it and i wasn't exactly sure how the division is but i am how... the face you're the face of i am surf the face nerves. of surf and nerves i'm okay with that yeah yeah because it like i don't know it has brought other people to start talking to me about it or asking questions which is great i'd rather people ask me questions than assume things or like feel bad yeah and i <laughs> i hate when people are like oh i feel so sorry for i'm like no i don't yeah. It's fine. This, you have I, a very positive demeanor about everything. I try. So. Thank you. So that's why I like, no, that's fine. And one of the people that works for the MS Society was like, well, so you are the face of this service for nerves. <laughs> that's yes. fine. That's all right. I'm okay with that. And when uh, the service for nerves Facebook page like really blows up, you can have your own like Facebook advice column or yeah. stuff like that yeah, exactly. and call it like, Melissa says, or something like that. Oh, yeah. for, <laughs> or little that. facts, little MS facts. Yeah. 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 There you go. But yeah, we're excited to have you guys at the event. We're super yes. excited for DH Media to be there. Um, and yeah, we're just super excited not to be rained out. Yes. yes. We're, that's <laughs> we're our holding goal. you to that for the record. Yes. It, our success is completely on you. Yes. Perfect. So. I like pressure. <laughs> Riding on you guys. Uncontrollable pressure. <laughs> yes. yes. Entirely work, on you. I work good under pressure. Perfect. Perfect. We'll just buy a, a, we'll just rent a bunch of huge tents. You know, <laughs> just all attended. <laughs> Bigger than that. Cloud seeding company. Make it rain earlier and then good weather. I'll Ooh. let you handle that one. Okay, perfect. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> Thank good night. you. Bye.